Mobile, Texas. It's game time on ESPN Central Texas. Here's Tom Barfield, Ward White, and Garrett Ross. Good morning. It's finally Friday, y'all. Welcome to the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas, your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Tom, Ward, Garrett, glad to have you with us. Let's go around the horn. Ward, good morning. How are you? Outstanding. Good. Garrett, how are you? I'm good. Boys, it's May. It's supposed to be, let's talk about the 162 baseball games the Rangers are playing and the 162 games the Astros are playing. Yet, look at all of this sports news that we have to talk about today. We could do this for four or five hours. We don't. Where do you begin? Do you begin with Jimbo and his counterattack? <laughs> do you begin with Saban? Oh, I shouldn't have said that. Darn it. Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, do you begin with the PGA? Did you see Tiger? He was cruising, then swings and hits a shot, and you could see the pain and the agony that he had, and it went downhill from there. Uh, do we talk about that? Our high school baseball and softball teams had a great night last night. Uh, where do you be? Oh, by the way, it's 11-3 to Oklahoma State when the Bears decided to attack the uh, Oklahoma State pitching staff, and they did to the tune of a 13-11 to walk-off win after trading 11-3 to late. And I'm watching it. And it was it was a wild finish, to say the least. Where do you begin? Man, I don't know. SEC. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and they and Ward, I want you to know I know you I know you probably slept pretty good last night when you finally got home. Uh but the commissioner of the SEC, he issued a public reprimand to those two head football coaches. Hmm. <laughs> I didn't say he fined them. I said he issued a public reprimand. Boys, knock it off. That's not how we that's not how we handle ourselves. You know Silly. they've got they've got their spring meetings coming up in what, ten days or something like that? About two weeks, yeah. Wouldn't it be hilarious if you sat them two next to each other? I'm all for it. I think and, you and, need to. No, and better yet, directly across the stinking table is Lane Kiffin. Because Kiffin's having so much fun with this. For once, he's not directly involved. Did you see his comments yesterday? Hilarious. He's enjoying it. He's oh, definitely no he's question. definitely enjoying it. Oh, no question. This is this is way too much fun for him. Way too much fun for him. So w- w- that's kind of where we're going today. We got a lot of stuff to get to. I do want to uh, think about this, Ward. Baylor was was trailing eleven to three. It's their biggest comeback in five years, by the way. They're trailing eleven to three. They rally and tie the game eleven apiece. They're in the bottom of the ninth when Antonio. And this was the most bizarre of of all of it. Antonio Valdez delivered a walk off two run homer. The home run, kind of a moonshot. You with me? Hits the top of a wall. Bounces straight up in the air. And then goes over the fence. 
for the walk-off home run. That's how Baylor won it last night over the Oklahoma State Cowboys, 13-11. to Wow. It was, it was crazy. That I, you know, of course, you know the wall uh, in these in these ballparks. It's about six or eight inches wide. You know, it's a padded mm-hmm. wall and all that stuff. It hits the top of that padded wall. That ball shoots straight up in the air, and then goes over the the wall for for a walk off home run. Game over. Bears win game one of the series. Unbelievable. Now, I, I don't know. I mean, you could do all. I, I don't know if they're going to be the seventh place team or the eighth place team, but the bottom line is for Steve Rodriguez's club how it, it it tells me a little something at 11 to 3 down at the bottom of the of the standings you're going to go be the 7th or 8th seed in the conference tournament you're it's your last series a lot of the students already gone 11 to 3 don't you just roll up your 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 mat and go home? They didn't. I mean, that's it, it tells you a little something about the fight of the of the ball club. Uh most teams most teams say, you know what, we'll play them again tomorrow. We're beat. It's eleven to three in the eighth inning. We'll play them tomorrow. They didn't. Pretty nice job. The, I would like to see a little more of that fight though throughout the year. You know, I, and it was crazy because I got into the car after running the game last night and. As soon as I get in and I'm driving and I'm about to turn on the, the highway here, Jerry McKenzie rocks that Grand Slam. And, I mean, it was mm-hmm. – you could just tell that it changed the whole dynamic of that game. I didn't know that Baylor had it in him to, to win, but that definitely sparked him. It, it was it, – that was already his second home run of the game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that was uh, – and they'll do it again tonight, by the way. They'll do it again tonight. Uh, did you – and I know you were busy traveling and all that, but uh, I snuck home. <laughs> for a, for an hour or three, I don't know what it was, and watch golf. Man, that was fun. Uh, they got the golf course laid out to where it, it's it's not. If you make good quality shots, you're going to be rewarded. But if you don't, hoo, 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 you've got problems. Now I'll say this: my man got off to a good start. He was two under, but he did. Uh, you could see. And they've shown and they've shown it on on Sports Center about nine million times him grimacing. But from that point on, he was plus six. Finished today at plus four. I'm curious how he approaches today. Uh, can he even get through the day? And if he gets through the day, can he play well enough to make the cut? It's gonna it, be it, tough from it, where he's at. And we were talking about this before we went on the air this morning. Is this about getting ready? Is is he? Does he have in his mind that he is playing to win? Because he ain't going on the golf course without if he doesn't think he can win. I don't think. But what is this about? I mean, is he has he rushed it back? Is he is he way too early? Is twenty twenty three more of a realistic goal? I don't know because Monday and t- I told you guys watching him on on Monday and Tuesday in the practice, he looked great. But by yesterday, not so much. I think when I look at this, obviously he when he wants to go out there and he determines he's going to go out and play, he obviously wants to win, right? Everybody wants to win. You're stepping on the court to win, forced to win. But at the same time, I think realistically, this is more so about taking the opportunity to, tr- to treat this PGA season, in a sense, as a live 
physical therapy, right? Rehab. Like, like rehab. You, you can do all the work in the with your trainers and uh, hospitals, everything. But until you go out on the course and see if it translates, you're not really going to know. And I think this is a good opportunity to combine both of that the work you're doing away from the course with this to get your body right. That way you can go into next season and sustain hopefully championship caliber play. Somebody asked him some kind of question last night. Uh, uh, and he, I think the answer is kind of without being direct like that. He said, Hey, look, I got to go walk. I got to go swing the golf. Right. I got to go play. I just got to go play golf. I mean, I don't know, but man, oh man, did it look painful those last eight or nine holes. He he did it. I think on, on, either the last hole or the second to last hole on the, on, on his front nine, which would have been the back nine of the golf course. And, and then the whole, the, the next nine, he just did not look right. I mean, he hit some weird shots. And when he was in the sand, he couldn't you know drive down in the sand. So he was almost picking the ball up and he was knocking it all. He looked like us. I mean, he did. I mean, he was knocking it 30 feet past, you know, he was just barely getting it out of the trap. It, he he hit a flop shot ward that went about ten feet, stayed in the rut. I mean, he looked like us on you, some you of his feel shots. Like did he pulls out today? I don't think he. I don't think he can. I don't think he has it in him to walk off the golf course. I don't know. I think he plays. I just don't know that he can play to his his caliber. You know that well, his expectation. No, I mean, realistically, there's no way in hell he's going to play to that. He didn't yesterday. On the, Now, I'm going to tell you, the first eight or nine holes, whew. Well, that's what we talked about initially was, yeah, you can – when we were talking about the Masters, right, it was like, okay, well, he'll probably do good early on, but eventually that endurance and everything's got to catch up with you, and it's got to come off the rail. I don't think it's the walking as much as it is the swinging. Because you got to – I mean, you look at the torque you're putting on that leg when you – well, you know, where do you play golf – when when you swing and drive through, oh, there there's some there's some serious you know. So we'll but he hit some shots yesterday after he kind of tweaked it and he downplayed it. I mean, well, of course he, he goes, yeah, my legs hurting. Well, yeah, we saw you're walking with a limp. Uh, but he he hit some he hit some shots. You're like, okay, I've seen that on the municipal golf course. Be loose, <laughs> everybody, be loose. But it was, you know, we'll see what happens today. He's plus four. And I'm, I don't even know what the projected cut line is. I haven't even looked. Uh, but his playing partner, Roy McElroy, holy moly, did he go low. Shot the best round of the day, five under 70, uh, 65. Uh, and just played beautifully. I mean, he, he had a, a great round of golf. So. And Jordan Spieth was plus two. So that was the, uh, you know, that little magic threesome. And they'll go off. Uh, late today, and did I see where they're talking about winds gusting to 40 and 45 miles per hour? Yeah, there's supposed to be some storms up in Oklahoma today and tomorrow and Saturday. Supposed to be some storms in North Texas through the hmm. weekend as well. The uh, Well, I, I di- again, I did see one of the temperature, uh, one of the uh, forecasts showed the Sunday high of 69 in Tulsa, Oklahoma. From 95 to 69. That's normal. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see how that all goes. I'm uh, down here. Ward, I want to get your thoughts on this. And 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 then we, we, we got to get to the break. But I, I wasn't going to let this go by. Texas Tech guard Kevin McCullough is, uh, made a decision that if he does not stay in the NBA draft, 
that he's not going to stay in Lubbock. He's going to go to Kansas. Why? I I don't know. I, I don't know. They, they've got three or four guys that are doing the same thing. Is it NIL money? I mean, seriously, is I, it NIL money? I would almost have to think it is. Well, sh- yeah. I don't know what else it would be. He, he says, uh, as I look to the next chapter of my career, <laughs> and, and again, I'm with all this NIL stuff going on, I'm kind of a, what's the word I'm looking for? Pessimist on, on some <laughs> of this stuff, maybe? But shouldn't that say, as I look to the next chapter of my education? I, look, we all know what it's been. I it's know. just it's in the open now. Embrace it. It is what it is. It's professional athlete. It's out there now, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It is way out there. But wow, he, you're transferring within the conference if you do that. Yep. Uh, I don't know. I don't know where we go. All right, just just wanted to get that out there. I I, I just found that interesting. Uh. Particularly with Tech coming off what I thought was an outstanding season. Well, me too. I mean, it, it it was an unbelievably good season for the Red Raiders. So it clearly isn't about my teammates. It, well, huh? it could be. Could be. You know, maybe. Maybe coaching is not what he wants to be underneath. I don't. I don't know. There's there's a lot of contributing factors. If but here's the thing. If why if if he's in the if he has an opportunity to go to the NBA, and he said it right there, if I don't go to the NBA, I'll go to camp. That tells me right there, is the money right for the G well, League or is the money right that, that what, Adidas money looking good at camp? What's the other kid's name that's already said that if he doesn't get drafted in the NBA, he's either going to – Part uh, of the Euro Leagues and all that? No, he's he's either going to uh, – I can't remember the two schools that he laid out. There was a couple of them that he laid out too. Well, that tells you right there. If they have the schools George identified. Town was one of them and somebody else. It's money. It's all about money. Yeah. It's all about M-O-N-E-Y. Get wow. it. Why you can. 714, this is Game Time on ESPN Central Texas. The weather this hour is brought to you by Alliance Bank. Alliance Bank Central Texas is independently owned and has been helping families and businesses in Central Texas meet their financial needs since 2007. This is the Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. We'll see a mix of sun and clouds today. It's going to be a hot and humid day. Highs top out at 96 degrees. Tonight, partly to mostly cloudy with a 30% chance of scattered showers and storms. A low drops to 75. And tomorrow, partly to mostly cloudy skies with a 40% chance of showers and thunderstorms later on in the day and a high of 94. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Recently on the John Moore Show. Bill Brock, the new women's basketball coach at MCC. I Again, I think that's a great hire. And how about this? I mean, he's so well thought of at Grace, and they named the court after him. Really? Yes. I did not know that. Oh, yeah. That's and he's in their Hall of Fame. And now MCC and Grayson, when they play each other, mm-hmm. he'll be the visiting coach. Playing on his own court. Yes, <laughs> on a court with his name on it. John Moore's weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boys Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boys Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you need a tire change, you've locked yourself out of your vehicle, or you're stuck in the mud. 
Remember, Big Boy's Record Service can help with heavy hauls as well. No job too big or too small, they do it all. In business since 1983, Big Boy's Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. Unique, one-of-a-kind gifts for all occasions can be found at Appaloosa Trading Post, Rodeo Pond. You'll find a nice selection of metal art and wall decor items for your home or office. Western art and pictures, purses, Talavera pottery, lamps, boots, hats, crosses made from metal resin, and Montana silversmith items. Financing is available. Apply today by texting 16118 It's the world's best Western store, Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco. The thing about having a naked truck is that you get exposed for the equipment you don't have. Take, for example, your rear end. If you don't have anything back there, you're exposed about what you don't have, and that's a life. However, if you cover that rear end with a hitch, you're telling the world, hey, I got a little junk in my uh, bed, and I'm ready to pull something. A camper, RV, boat, trailer, jet skis, heck, even a bike rack. A hitch says, I have a life beyond driving my truck to and from work. And Pickup Outfitters is the place to get a hitch for your truck, SUV, van, even some cars. We sell and install just about any kind of hitch you need. Receiver hitches from light to heavyweight to pull just about anything. And gooseneck hitches and fifth wheels when you're ready to pull the heavy stuff. And don't forget trailer and brake controller wiring. It's so important to have wiring professionally and correctly installed by the pros at Pickup Outfitters. So it's time to cover that gaping hole in the rear end of your truck with a hitch installed by Pickup Outfitters. Check us out online at createacommotion.com. Mike Terry Auto Group is proud to serve Central Texas with the best deals on new and used cars, auto service, and community involvement. With over seven brands of vehicles, you're sure to find your new ride from Mike Terry Auto Group. Check out their Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram dealership in Hillsboro and the Chevy Buick GMC dealership in Mahia. At any Mike Terry dealership, they will pay over the price of Kelly Blue Book for your trade-in and accept all creditors. Check out their website at mterryautogroup.com to see the value of your trade-in and browse their inventory. Head over to Mike Terry Auto Dealership today and find someone you can trust. Hi, this is Brian Reese, General Manager of Harley-Davidson of Waco again, inviting everyone to come see us. Spring is here, and it's time to get your knees in the breeze. All new 2021 bikes are on sale. We have 2022 models arriving daily with over 150 bikes to choose from and a huge selection of certified pre-owned Harleys as well. Harley-Davidson of Waco, located off of I-35 South and New Road, Harley-Davidson of Waco, where you'll never ride alone. Game Time is brought to you in part by Big Boys Record Service in Robinson, Good Feet in the Central Texas Marketplace, and Landscape Supply in Spiegelville. Mow with the best, Gravely. Seven eighteen, eighteen minutes after 7. This is Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward-Garrett, uh, glad to have you with us as uh, we roll through a uh, – a Friday morning. Glad to glad to have you with us as uh, you get out and about this morning. It's a beautiful morning. Drive safely in and around those school zones. Uh, <laughs> I just I don't know. I'm just laughing over this Nick save. The the one that just cracks me up is is really uh, Lane Kiffin. I mean Lane Kiffin, Lane Kiffin said he couldn't turn it off. <laughs> oh, it's a soap opera for him. <laughs> this is, you know, for once he's not in the middle of it. He's just having a little fun with it. Uh, the, so yesterday, yesterday morning, Jimbo Fisher, uh, had a little press, press conference. We'll get to that in a second. I, I but I do want to get y'all's opinion 
on Nick Saban's uh, appearance on radio yesterday when he, you know, he said, I don't think I should have said, or hang on, hang on, how did he phrase? I shouldn't have used school names or something. I'm paraphrasing, but I shouldn't have used. Do you for one second believe that he misspoke the other night? No. no. Of course not. No. So it looks even worse now that he's going, oops, I shouldn't have done that, and I'm sorry. Well, I think what he realizes is that Jimbo kind of told everybody, go do go do a little research on, on these championships, Boy, and that scared the hell out of him. Fisher called him out big time. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, you're throwing gas on the fire. Jimbo Fisher basically called Saban a cheater. I mean, so you've got guys calling guys liars and cheaters and narcissists, and they're buying players. I mean, but let's boy, let's get that reprimand out there in public. <laughs> yeah, that's going to do a lot of. That, this was like two little kids on the playground going at it, and they had to get sent to the principal's office. You know, and we laugh, but at the end of the day, there was, and I and I forget the writer's name, but had a great point. This, at the end of the day, this is about frustration. Of lack of of leadership, leadership boiling over when it comes to nil. Uh, nobody knows the rules. Nobody follows. No nobody follows whatever rules there might be. I mean, the SEC commissioner had a great point. Each state has different rules and regs, and this is in. And I think some, and I may be wrong, but uh, I, I think some have come to the realization. Hey, you know what? Uh, this may not exactly be the very best thing for college football right now, or college athletics in in general. It's not. Anybody who thinks it is is fooling themselves. There was one of our shows yesterday had, uh, and I forget who it was. Uh, no, I tell you, it was Joy from uh, yeah, on Colin. Colin, from Colin Cowherd's show over on Fox Sports Central Texas. She said, "You know what." She goes, I think this will play itself out in that these rich people, when they don't get the return on their investment, when they shell out a million dollars and they don't get the you know that trophy, that national mm-hmm. championship trophy, she goes, that money's going to go right back in their wallet. And, and maybe she's right. But what happens to the game Ex- in the meantime? Except for the ones with the big ego that have the deep pockets. They're not doing it for the national championship. They're doing it for the ego. Yeah, maybe, but no, I, there's I, no baby to it. I no, no, no. I, I totally disagree with you. So I was just going to be nice about it. There's nobody spends their money. You think Jerry Jones spends his money just to be spending it? No Absolutely. One, no one spends their money if they don't expect a return on their investment. There is some out there that do. Sorry, just, I'm sorry to break your bubble, but no, yeah. I, no one. That's how they got rich in the first place. They don't waste their money. No, they take calculated risk. Well, that, I didn't say they didn't. I didn't say that. I said they don't waste their money. They don't throw it away on nothing. There are some out there that do that just throw money around because they have it to throw around. I like to meet them because I, I can I use a couple of, of bucks. I know some of them personally. Here's what Jimbo Fisher had to say yesterday. First of all, I'll say it's a shame that we have to do this. It's really despicable. It's despicable that somebody can say things about somebody and an organ. More importantly, 17-year-old kids. You're taking shots at 17-year-old kids and their families. And they broke state laws. They're, they're, they're all money. They're, we bought every player on this group. We never bought anybody. No rules were broken. Nothing was done wrong. It was all in the, and the way we do things, the ethics in which we do things, 
and these families, it's despicable that a reputable head coach could come out and say this when he doesn't get his way or things don't go his way. The narcissist in him doesn't allow those things to happen, and it's ridiculous. But when, when he's not on top, and the parody in college football he's been talking about, go talk to coaches who coach for him. You'll find out all the parody. Go dig into wherever he's been. You can find out anything. And it's a shame that you got to sit here and defend 17-year-old kids and families and Texas A&M because we do things right. We're always going to do things right. But we're, not, we're always going to be here. We're doing a heck of a job. These coaches have done a great job. Our players have done a great job. The whole organization of recruiting people. It's despicable that we got to sit here at this level of ball and, and say these things to defend the people of this organization, the kids, 17-year-old kids. And their families. It's amazing. Some people think they're God. Go dig into how God did his, his deal. You may find out about, about a guy that a lot of things you don't want to know. We built him up to be the czar of football. Go dig into his past or anybody that's ever coached with him. You can find out anything you want to find out, what he does and how he does it. And it's despicable. Wow. <laughs> He's a little, little hot, you think? But he basically invited the media to look into Coach Saban. He what? said, you're not going to like what you see. I was thinking about this this morning. How many, and let's just take college football, for example. How many championships throughout the year are truly, throughout the entirety, are truly true, pure championships that were not, at hmm. some faction, skewed? I, I guarantee know. you there's very little. Go dig some stuff up. You, you're going to stir the pot, and you're going to bring down Olympus with this crap if they go into it. Well, I think it's kind of what he was inviting exactly them to do. exactly what he just did. He just extended the, the invitation to <laughs> go take a look. Uh, and again, like we talked about, it, I, I don't want to. Is it, is it, is it, never mind. <laughs> well, because I'm, I'm, I'm afraid of, uh, I, I, are any of them doing it right? He, no. he said we're doing it right. No, there was one he, part. He, he may be following the rules or, or the lack of rules, but are they doing it right? Well, I mean, if it's, if it's in, within the guidelines, yeah. That's exactly, they're taking advantage of the the system that's in place of them. Yeah. I mean, but is I mean I, I understand and I agree with both of you uh, that no rules were you know this is this is the world of nil. But with that said, is it right? Is this the way we need to be doing things? Is this in the best interest of a the student athlete, b the the institution, and c uh, college athletics in general? Is I, it is that right? I don't think it's good for the game. And you've said in, that a million times. In my opinion. But that's my opinion. So I you know, I don't And I agree I, with the athletes? Hell yeah, it's good. I don't I don't think it is. I do. Is somebody sitting them down going, Okay, now here's your taxable income. No. Here here here's here's what you need to that's do. That's the sketchy part. No well, I, that's part of it. That's why it's not good for the that, athlete. Unless somebody is going to guide them, all of a sudden a 17-year-old kid who's never had two quarters to rub together has got a million dollars, and you expect him to go out there and do things correctly? Have you lost your mind? Ain't going to happen. It, no, of course not. 
And then oh, and then the guy that helped get him the million dollars took his ten percent or whatever it is, and he's you know rides off into the sunset. Yeah, Are I, you I telling me there's anything correct about that? No, I I don't. In my opinion, I don't think it's good for the game. Don't think it's good for the athlete. Now, do I blame them for getting everything they can get? No. No, I, I get that part. I do. I understand. Listen, <laughs> I don't think it, I don't think it should have ever came down. I mean, I again. I'll point out, if you wanted to get them some money, then you either have to do it equally across the board, and I don't care what anybody says, the quarterback should get more than than the than the offensive lineman or defensive lineman because that's the way it's done in the NFL. Well, this isn't the damn NFL. This is college football. Mm-hmm. So it should be straight across the board. Everybody gets the same thing, and you want to go that route, that's fine. You want to go to the route where they get money off their jersey or their poster sale in that the deal. That was the intention. That's that that would be fine with me. But this is absolutely ridiculous. We talked about a school, Kansas, mm-hmm. that is in the process right now, and we've talked about it on the air. They are they they are in the process of seeking one hundred donors so they can go across the board and 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 create an NIL program for their football program, and it certainly sounds like it's going to be equitable for every member of the football team. I know we're up against the clock, but California passed a law yesterday, or they're put into it, and it went to the Senate to where football and basketball players will be employees of oh the institutions, God. and they'll get, I guess, like a base salary in a sense. Oh, for the love of Pete, stop that. Stop that. Now that's ridiculous, too. It, 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 stop it. Please stop that. 729, and there's more to come. I mean, we've got a lot more to come on this uh, throughout the morning, but uh, we're going to step aside, and when we come back, we are, uh, we're going to talk some, some Crawford softball. They had a nice win last night over Archer City in game one of that series. We'll do it next right here on ESPN Central Texas. It's Baylor and Oklahoma State Big 12 Baseball this weekend from Baylor Ballpark. Games Thursday at 6.30, Friday at 6.30, and Saturday at 3 for the Bears and the Cowboys. Bears, Cowboys, Big 12 Baseball this weekend in Waco. Join Derek Smith and Ryan Boyd for Baylor Bear Baseball right here on ESPN Central Texas. Parenting is full of surprises. You never know what to expect. So after our son was born, I called my Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent to set up a life insurance policy in case something happened to me. Sawyer is now two. And we'll soon have a sister. There's no one else I would trust with protecting my family. Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfbinsurance.com for an agent you can trust with life's most important decisions. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. I'm Amy Hunter, president of Jeff Hunter Toyota. With our state-of-the-art service and body shop, there's no need to go anywhere else. Our factory-trained technicians will take great care of you. I guarantee it. Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality, Waco values. Have you been to Sam's Bar in Union Hall in downtown Waco yet? Serving regionally inspired Texas-style craft drinks. Offering wine, beer, vodka, and fruit juice drinks. Be sure to try one of Sam's signature cocktails like the Hatchback, a Dallas Daisy, and even some Summer Lovin'. Happy hours every Monday through Friday from 3 to 6 with $2 off draft beer and cocktails, plus free chips and hot sauce. Sam's Bar Waco in Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue. And check them out online at samsbarwaco.com. 
Since 2014, CNA Agribusiness and the Anthony Bubert family have been supporting the agricultural needs of the Crawford community and the surrounding areas through custom application, crop scouting, and other services. CNA Agribusiness is family owned and as lifelong residents of Crawford, they are proud to raise their children in this community and to cheer on the Crawford Lady Pirates. Let's go Pirates! At Knife River, we take care of our people. Are you looking for employment or career change? Knife River is looking for CDL drivers, equipment operators, and concrete and asphalt crew members. Good pay, good benefits, good people. Call Knife River today at 254-761-2600. That's 254-761-2600. Or apply online at KnifeRiver.com. Knife River is an equal opportunity affirmative action employer. Call today and get hired. Looking to buy, sell, or invest in residential, commercial, or farm and ranch property? Call Jeff Bird with Keller Williams Realty Advantage. With over 20 years in real estate, Jeff has the experience, knowledge, and know-how to help you navigate complexities of your real estate transaction. He has one goal, and that is to assist you in accomplishing all of your real estate needs. Jeff is the top agent for Keller Williams Advantage Waco since 2005, and he can put his system for success to work for you. If you're looking to buy, sell, or invest in real estate, call Jeff today at 717-6721 or go online at jeffbird.net. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. Nick Saban apologized for his remarks concerning Texas A&M paying recruits to play football. He says his comments were aimed at the lack of control by the NCAA concerning name, image, and likeness guidelines. Cameron belted Lorena 12-5 in game one of their 3A baseball regional quarterfinal. They'll finish that series at Lake Belton tomorrow starting at 4. Bosqueville topped Toller 10-1, and that 2A quarterfinal continues tomorrow night in Stephenville. You can hear the game on Kicker Classic Country. Austin equaled the NBA Eastern Conference Finals at one game each by beating Miami 127-102. The Mavericks try to even the Western Conference Finals tonight at Golden State. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Seven thirty-four. Welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward Garrett, we're glad you're with us, and we welcome in Kirk Allen, the uh, head softball coach at Crawford High School, to the program. Coach, good morning. Thanks for your time, and congratulations on the win last night. Thank you, sir. Uh, yeah, it was a it was a it was a tough game, good game, uh, but that's what we expected this time of year. So um, we'll take it, and uh, we got to go get one more on Saturday. Coach, last night uh, in the ball game, you uh, had a little bumpy inning there against Archer City, but there, your team was able to fight back and put some more runs back up to kind of make up for that. How important was that for them to be able to react to that surge that the Wildcats made? Yeah, very, very important. We talked about that when they came in the dugout. We we said, you know, hey, we just tried to calm them down. You know, when you have an inning like that, um, sometimes you kind of get some people that are kind of a little frazzled. So we just tried to calm them down a little bit and just tell them, hey, you know what? You're fine. You're still up. Uh, we got to go answer right here, though. We got to go score some runs. We can't expect you know, a one-run lead right at this point in the game to hold up. So let's go, let's go uh, score some runs. And they sure did. They came out and scored uh, three runs in that next inning. So it helped us a lot. Uh, to get us get us back in the right frame of mind. So you know, sometimes it does happen. You know, especially with with uh, you know a team and 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 uh, you got you know a team playing hard and 
and uh, but they they reacted just like they needed to. Coach, sometimes uh, scatter reports are, are, are hard to come by. So, what you knew about Archer City is that what you got last night? Uh, for the most part, uh, I thought they hit the ball better than I thought they would. They did. They hit the ball really well. Um, we uh, we had scattered them in two games that we had seen, and um, I, I hadn't I didn't see him hit the ball like that. So. Uh, I, I think it, especially toward the middle of their lineup, um, I thought they had a couple kids that could play. I knew their leadoff hitter was really good, and she was good. And uh, but they had a couple other kids that hit the ball really hard. So uh, that you know that's okay. We we have to make plays on defense. And yesterday we didn't do as good a job as we need to. Uh, but it was it was a good game for us. It's good for us to be in battles like that. You know to see how we're going to react. And uh, I thought we ride ride the ship after that and did okay. We still. Got some things we got to clean up. We just we just made too many uh, mistakes on defense last night. Uh, if we want to get where we want to go, then we can't do that. And we talked about that after the game, and the girls know it. And uh, so hopefully we'll put our, put a better foot forward on Saturday. Coach, talk about the middle of the lineup. Taylor Gokey last night, four for four with a couple of home runs. Oh, yeah. I mean, Taylor stepped up. Addie Goldenberg hit two home runs last night in the eight hole. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, those are great, great moments for those kids. Um uh, they both have been hitting the ball really well here in the postseason, so uh, not surprising. But, I mean, just a great job by them. And, and and they seem to be timely hits like you talked about. You know, times that we really needed them to score a run or we needed to do something, we did it. And that was the difference in the ball game. Uh, in this series, it's kind of unorthodox with having today off before playing game two. What are the benefits of having that extra rest? Oh, it's going to be great for us now because uh, I don't know if you heard, you know, our p- pitcher got banged up a little bit yesterday. We had another girl got hit in the head. Uh, and so we, it's going to be good for us. We need the day off. Uh, so uh, we, we both of our schools are graduating today, so we both have four seniors on our team. So we need to, we need to, to pause and celebrate those kids today. And, uh, but I think that the, ben- the benefit is obviously going to be for our pitcher. Uh, since we basically use uh, Kenzie, uh, it's going to be a good time for her, a chance just to, to relax and to get some time off. And I know they have two pitchers, so they're probably going to throw their other girl tomorrow. But, you know, it's, it's just it's, – I think it's a good benefit for us. We need it, need it after the way we played yesterday. We're going to practice a little bit today to maybe try to iron out a couple things. So, I think it's going to be really good for us. Coach, talk a little bit about the quality of softball in Central Texas. I was just looking. Midway won a game last night over uh, over the Woodlands. Uh, Lorena finished off die ball last night. Your club got a big win. Just, just talk about the quality of, of softball in Central Texas. It is. It's uh, it's amazing, and it? there's just a lot of good teams, a lot of good players in this area, and it's been that way for quite a while. Um, every year, you know, it seems like that there's at least one team from here, at least one going to state. And so, yeah, I think that you know, when you look at the area right here, compared to you know a lot of the big cities, you know, you got these big cities that have all these teams and these kids and these players, and here we are uh, having teams that that can compete, go toe toes, all those teams. So yeah, there's a, there's a lot of really good players, a lot of really good teams, and I'd say a lot of good coaches in this area. Coach Kenzie Jones line last night, seven innings, 11 hits, five runs, but 11 strikeouts versus one walk last night for Kenzie. Another good outing, even though it got kind of iffy there when that throw down to second got her. Yeah, um, I still don't know exactly what happened there. I know I, I think that uh, she thought the ball was going down the second and, and the catcher decided not to throw the ball to the second, tried to throw the ball to her, and so there was kind of a miscommunication, and then she got hit. And, uh, yeah, I think after that, obviously, she was just trying to struggle just to get done, get through the game. And so um, we didn't see the total vintage, Kenzie, but dadgummit, she's a warrior. And uh, she, you know, she just, you know, she wants the ball. 
and we we had already warned up another one of our kids and she's like no i'm going in i'm fine you know and so she just had to gut it out yesterday so yeah i mean did a great job just like she has done all year long so I'm, i know she's going to enjoy a day off of rest today so that'll be great for her and uh we'll see what we can do on saturday how confident are you on the pitchers behind her if she, for some reason she's unable to go well they're both they're both freshmen so they're both um not they just don't have the game experience they don't have but i mean they both are good pitchers they both are good um so you know, if we have to use them, we, you know, we'll use them. So, um, you know, they don't have a lot of varsity experience on them. They both pitched on the JV quite a bit this year, and they both have pitched in the varsity games this year early on in the year. So we're, we're totally confident that with the thing just go in the game and pitch, then, you know, they're, they're, they may not strike out the kids as much as Kenzie did, does, but they do a good job. They, 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 do, they have quality pitches. They both they can hit their spots and stuff like that. So, um, you know, it'll be a different ball game for us if they go in. But at the same time, I know our team, you know, we talked about it yesterday. You know, our team has confidence that they have to go in the game, that we're gonna, we'll are we make plays on defense and we'll back them up. What's the team's reaction when they see Jones say, uh-uh, give me the ball, I'm going back to the circle? <laughs> you know, it's just, uh, you know, it kind of chokes me up too because, I mean, you know, like I'm sitting there going like, I don't, I don't know if she can even continue to go on in the game, you know, and, and uh, she's like, no, I'm, I'm going. You know, she, I actually pinch hit for her in the game there just to kind of give her a break, and she was, you know, like, I want to go hit. I'm like, no, no, just go sit down. Just go sit down, take a break, catch your breath. You need to do that. It's fine. You know, and we got other kids that can, you know, they can come off the bench and play. I'm actually, actually Brooke Bubert went in and got a base hit in her spot in that spot. So, um, you know, it, we got other kids that can do stuff. So, but I mean, just, oh, just energizes the kids. You know, they just understand what she's all about and how, how she just, you know, just that mentality of, uh, you know, I'm, I, I'm going to do whatever it takes for my team to win. And, uh, and she showed that again last night. Coach, you like to be aggressive at the plate, and last night was no different. 13 hits and zero strikeouts. Putting the ball in play is something important to the way you play the game, and you were able to do that last night. Yes, um, I've got to do a better job on making some decision-making on the bases. I, I got too many kids thrown out last night, so <laughs> I'll, I'll put, just put that on the coach. But, yeah, we were aggressive again, and um, I just got to be a little bit more – um, you know, a little bit, make a little bit better decision making on myself. You know, I, I think we had what four kids get get thrown out on the bases last night, and that's just too many. And so um, I'm gonna, I'll do a better job uh, uh, tomorrow when we play on that. But we're gonna be aggressive. You know, I, we understand that as a, as a team that, you know, if we're gonna be aggressive, you know, we're gonna get thrown out sometimes. But we're gonna make you make a play. And, and let me credit them. They they they're a good team, and they I credit them. They made plays when they had to make some plays last night, and they did. And they got themselves out of some jams. I know uh, several times when they got kids uh, out that you know they were in a jam. So um, I just got to be a little bit smarter on my part, and just kind of make sure that I'm I'm not putting the kids in a, in a position where they can't be successful. And uh, and I, so I'll, I'll I'll do a better job of that on Saturday. But like I said, we're going to be aggressive. Yes, at the plate and on the bases, we're we're going to put pressure on the other team. Coach, thanks. I uh, appreciate your time this morning. Congratulations again on the win last night. and wish you the best of luck on, on Saturday. All right. Thank you, sir. Have a great day. That is uh, Kirk Allen, the uh, head coach of the Crawford uh, Lady Pirates. And, and, and well, it, it does send a message loud and clear to everybody in that dugout uh, when, when someone who's dinged up, particularly so, your, your pitcher, and she says, no, give me the ball. I'm going back out there to finish what I started. Yeah, it was impressive that she was able to stay in the game last night and, you know, come back and, and still got – uh, three more strikeouts after that. Wow! And so you know she's she's a big part of why they are where they are, and as as is the whole team. But you know, she was not giving up that softball last night. All right, uh, so uh, we'll have uh, Saturday's game over on our sister station, uh, Star one hundred four point nine. What ten forty five for the warm up? 
No, it, it is 12.45. 12.45, I'm sorry. first pitch. Oh, okay. One, uh, one o'clock first pitch. Uh, and, and if there is a game three, it will be immediately afterwards. 30 minutes after the conclusion of game two. There you go. All right, uh, let's take a second here and let's talk about Pioneer Steel and Pipe. They got a brand new location that's going in over on the Loop 340 next door to, to Busby Feet. And I got to think that they are pretty close uh, to finishing that up. I know that there's some some details and things, and I would think middle of the summer that uh, they'll be uh, they'll be moving in over there and and uh, opening up that brand new facility. And I, I I think I heard on on John's show the other day that that this facility may be twice, maybe even more than that, bigger than the facility they got now. So they're going to be able to serve all of your needs, and not that they can't now, but they're going to be able to do it. Uh, with a little more room <laughs> and a little more elbow room for Pioneer Steel and Pipe. John and Braden and the entire Emory family, they've been, well, they've been doing it since 1943. Well, John and, and Braden hadn't, but the, the Emory family has since 1943. It's four generations uh, of Emory serving Central Texas. They offer the best in custom metal buildings. They offer residential metal roofing, hay and equipment barns. Uh, they also carry all sizes of pipe. Uh, and if you're building a metal building or a barn dominium, the and which, you know, those barnuminiums are the hottest thing going these days, uh, and you, you're not real sure what to do or how to get started, well, just contact Pioneer Steel and Pipe. They'll be, uh, they'll be more than happy to guide you to a, uh, a contractor for your project. They're open Monday through Friday from 7.30 until 5, and again on Saturdays from 8 until noon. They're in, uh, they're, they got a location in Bryan, but they're right now still currently located at 913 South Loop Drive in Orchard Lane. Remember, they deliver and they also unload. And if you're not sure, you can check them out 24-7 at PioneerBoys.com. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. I don't know what to think about it all. I mean, I'm glad that the players get paid. Like, if you try to express anything like, this is out of control, the Twitter mob will come after you. Oh, my gosh, you want to hold down the players. Nobody wants to hold down the players. I don't think NIL was created to turn this into the Wild West. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Mike Terry Auto Group is proud to serve Central Texas with the best deals on new and used cars, auto service, and community involvement. With over seven brands of vehicles, you're sure to find your new ride from Mike Terry Auto Group. Check out their Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram dealership in Hillsboro and the Chevy Buick GMC dealership in Mahia. At any Mike Terry dealership, they will pay over the price of Kelly Blue Book for your trade-in and accept all creditors. Check out their website at mterryautogroup.com to see the value of your trade-in and browse their inventory. Head over to Mike Terry Auto Dealership today and find someone you can trust. Attention farmers and ranchers, you want that person-to-person service with someone you know and trust to get your animal supplies to you and take the worry out cost-effectively. That's where Agritech Animal Health with Chad Spitzer and his staff are all about. People you know and trust with over 100 years of combined experience in the animal health industry. From the heart of Texas to the Red River, they are there to service you with that personal feel and products you know and trust. Stop by and see Ashley at their Marlin location or give them a call to set you up and keep your animals in the game at 254-883-5500. It's Agritech Animal Health. When shopping for a home mortgage, Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas is ready to bring you home. Offering conventional VA, FHA, and USDA loan products for purchase and refinance transactions. Our team is committed to providing a first-class experience and united by the Benchmark core values. Success, relationship, dynamic, excellence, and positive attitude. We provide certainty in uncertain times. Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas. Locally owned and operated by Adam Goldenberg. NMLS number 746474. With 20 years experience, visit adamgoldenberg.benchmark.us. 
Wakel has a gun show, and it's at the Lee Lockwood Library and Museum, benefiting the Scottish Rite Foundation of Texas, Saturday, May 21st, and Sunday, May 22nd. The Real Texas Gun Show, proud to be the show where small mom-and-pop vendors share the floor with large dealers that buy, sell, and trade firearms. Located 2801 West Waco Drive, the Lee Lockwood Library and Museum. This gun show is to help raise funds for the Scottish Rite Foundation's many charities in the state of Texas. The Real Texas Gun Show at the Lee Lockwood Library and Museum, Saturday, May 21st, 9 to 5, and Sunday, May 24th, from noon to 4. Since 1978, Uncle Dan's Barbecue and Rib House has been delivering savory barbecue and delicious sides. With their two locations in Hewitt and Waco, drive through window, remodeled indoor dining space, delivery options, and new hours, Uncle Dan's is sure to be a Central Texas favorite. Specials include any one meat plate with two sides for only $8.09, with beef and rib plates only a dollar more on Mondays. Buy one, get one half off for Texas taters on Tuesday and prime beef brisket on Fridays. Come eat at this family-owned business and feel like you're right at home. Don't let bugs take over your home or business. With over 25 years of experience, Rostec Pest Management takes pride in their reputation and will work diligently to gain your loyalty as a customer. This family-owned business services Waco, Bellmead, Town of Spring, Hewitt, and the surrounding areas in commercial and residential properties. Call Rostec Pest Management at 254-715-1607 and schedule your appointment for pre-construction termite services, common pests, rodent control, and termite control. That's 254-715-1607 and visit their website at RozTechPestManagementTX.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. Nick Saban apologized for his remarks concerning Texas A&M paying recruits to play football. He says his comments were aimed at the lack of control by the NCAA concerning name, image, and likeness guidelines. Cameron belted Lorena 12-5 in game one of their 3A baseball regional quarterfinal. They'll finish that series at Lake Belton tomorrow starting at 4. Bosqueville topped Toler 10-1, and that 2A quarterfinal continues tomorrow night in Stephenville. You can hear the game on Kicker Classic Country. Boston equaled the NBA Eastern Conference Finals at one game each by beating Miami 127-102. The Mavericks try to even the Western Conference Finals tonight at Golden State. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. All right, welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward and Garrett, glad to have you with us. Uh, Rangers' four-game winning streak came to an end last night, Ward. Oh, really? Yeah. It's it's that darn road thing. I mean. Yeah, that's it. Well, and there was some dude in the outfield in at, at Minute May with a trash can. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> oh. It can't be because the Astros are better than the Rangers. That just oh, cannot that's not, be. That's not realistic. It's, no, no. So there had to be a reason. It what was the final? Five to one, something like that. Yep. It, and it was like two to one into the late innings. It was it was a heck of a game, but uh, Houston pulls away and wins five to one, stopping the Rangers' four game winning streak. So there you go. How many wins did they get in the series? Texas. Yeah. Two. Two. Confident, they split. confident. Yeah, they'll split. Your face don't don't look like you believe that. They'll split. <laughs> you gotta believe. They will split. Get out the brooms, boys. Ooh. Uh this is uh this is a club that's that's headed to 
at worst, the wild card, but maybe even the American League West championship. Man, the Astros? Yeah. No, no, not the Astros. <laughs> not the. I'm trying to. Oh, I'm trying to read a text here and talk to you at the same time. Oh. I'm trying to multitask over here, and I'm not oh. doing either one very no, you, well. You answered correctly. No, no, no. So anyway, uh, I'm a man. No, that that's a different. Let's see. That's a totally different deal. <laughs> Sorry. <Ooh>. Sorry. <laughs> I'm 40. Uh, yeah. No, you're not. <laughs> Don't you wish you were? <laughs> Boy, howdy. All right. CNC Collision Center text line. Lorena baseball was up 5-2 to two in the middle of the sixth. Star pitcher and state quarterback uh, Ryan Abel ran out of pitches, and the wheels fell off uh, when he went out of the ballgame. That's from the uh, 737 area code. Uh, and, and doing these playoff games, this pitch count thing is is quite interesting. I mean, you're you're having to manage how you handle your pitching with this 110 cap, uh, and in fact, the Bosqueville pitcher last night threw 110 pitches. He got a ground ball double play on pitch 110. So it's it's interesting how how all that works. And then you know, was he out of gas? Heck, no. He could have went out and pitched the seventh. He didn't have any stressful innings. There was one inning maybe where it got a little bumpy, and I think the bases were actually loaded, uh, and he got back-to-back strikeouts and got out of it. Yeah, it was you know self-induced. He walked a couple, but uh, then he struck out. Too. But really, you know, and, and that's the other part of it. You can have a pitch count ward, mm-hmm. but are you pitching under duress? I mean, are you are you constantly having base runners? Are you in the stretch trying to hold? You know, they they talk about stressful innings. And he he had very few stressful pitches last night. Very, I mean, it's a ten one ball game. They won ten to one. They gave up I, one run. He started the game off slow, but w- once they settled in, mm-hmm. then he got rolling I and found a little his hyped groove. up. You know how kids can be. I mean, well, you get hyped up and you're facing an umpire that you don't know much about. Don't you gotta, know where the zone is. You got to yeah. find the strike zone, mm-hmm. and sometimes it takes a little time because you know your pitches are your spots. And your spots may not right. match the umpire's spots. So now you're throwing to your spots. They're not working. Robo up. Now you got to start finding some other spots. Yeah. No, I don't want. <laughs> no, we're not doing that. that. We're not doing that. Not no. We're not doing That's that. That's the beauty of the game. Yep. I mean, and, and I honestly forgot to go check, so I had no idea where these guys were from. They were not local officials, uh, and that's you know neutral site. Uh, you had a you. Had, Two two teams from different districts, and so you in different parts of the state, and so you had probably you know they, I wouldn't be surprised if they were out of the DFW. Could have been, yeah. I was thinking maybe East Texas even coming over. Yeah. You just don't know, but it, and that's and it was a four man crew, and 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 away we go, and uh, you, you'll see the guy that was at first base probably rotates to the plate today uh, when when uh, when they meet tonight up in Stephenville. Interesting, last night for the softball game, speaking of umpires, the the crew that they used last night was Archer City's crew. Mm-hmm. So they came out of the Wichita Falls chapter, and Coach told me Saturday he'll get the Waco crew will be there for Interesting Saturday. Interesting how they do that. Yeah. So There's they, a million and one flipped, ways to do it. They flipped on how they were going to do umpires, and that's how they came up with it. I have actually umpired on crews in playoffs where you have two guys from Waco two, yeah. and two, I mean, yep. they, you know, split. they call it split crew. That's not much fun. 
because you don't yeah, know how no those two guys. Chemistry, right? Well, yeah. there's no chemistry whatsoever. Like I told one coach, I said, "How would you like to go to the playoffs and have somebody else's first baseman and third baseman?" Yeah, you just because you don't. Everybody does it a little bit different, you know, or like a uh, different staff. Like here, you yeah. got to take part of their staff, and that's what you do. So anyway, all right, uh, Rangers and the Astros coming up again tonight, and that game will be over on Fox Sports Central Texas. Rangers will get even in the series; it'll be one game apiece, and we'll go for. You know what? They may just run run Houston out of the gym the rest of the weekend. Definitely going to happen. Don't be surprised. Don't be. And, and I and Ward's like he, he's an idiot. But, you know, I'm telling you, it could happen. We'll it, see. It could happen. 7.56, drive safely on your way to work this morning. Let's get John Morrison here. I guarantee you he's going to be talking about the uh, big win last night for the uh, for the Bears. Also, coming up on the John Morris Show this afternoon at 3 o'clock, he'll have Pat Combs on the uh, – on the, on the radio show talking about the game last night and looking ahead to tonight's game as well. It'll be game two of that uh, best uh, – uh, no, not best, I'm sorry. Game two of that series between the Bears and the Oklahoma State Cowboys. But uh, right now, it's time for the Baylor Sports Beat program. This is the Baylor Sports Beat, a daily look inside Baylor Athletics. Now, here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Hi, everybody. It's number check of Baylor Athletics on the Friday. Baylor Sports Beat coming up. A comeback for the ages for Baylor baseball. Men's tennis bows out of the NCAAs. And women's golf tees off today in the NCAA championships. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. When we moved to Texas, we were like fish out of water. We didn't know anyone in our neighborhood until our Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent came to the house. She was so helpful and reassuring, a friendly face with that Texan hospitality I'd heard about. When we purchased a Texas Farm Bureau insurance policy, we knew we were making the right choice. We knew our family would be protected. Visit Texas Farm Bureau insurance today at tfbinsurance.com to find an insurance agent who's a true neighbor. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Not only will you find an award-winning dealer at Allen Samuels, but you'll also find some great award-winning products. The 2021 Ram brand ranked number one automotive brand on J.D. Power's initial quality study. The 2021 Dodge brand ranked number two behind Ram and the 2021 Jeep Gladiator named highest quality midsize truck. Alan Samuels, 201 West Loop 340 in Waco, where we deliver quality. Come by. Let's be friends. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. It was quite simply one of the biggest comebacks in Baylor baseball history last night at Baylor Ballpark. The Bears down 11-3 to the eighth-ranked Oklahoma State Cowboys until an eight-run seventh inning tied the game at 11 apiece. The Bears then won it on a walk-off two-run homer by Antonio Valdez in the ninth inning, 13-11. The final score, Baylor over Oklahoma State. Same two teams tonight on the air at 6:15. First pitch at 6:30, right here on ESPN Central Texas. Also from yesterday, Baylor men's tennis, the number three national seed, bowed out of the NCAA tournament in the Elite Eight with a 4-3 loss to number six seed Tennessee. Baylor softball opens play in the NISC, the National Invitational Softball Championship, tomorrow afternoon at 2.30. They're playing those games in Fort Collins, Colorado. And this morning at 8.30 Central Time, Baylor women's golf tees off in the NCAA Championships 
from Greyhawk Golf Club in Scottsdale, Arizona. Here's Baylor women's golf coach, Jay Goble. Well, thankfully, I, I don't have to get them in a good mental space right now because they're playing so well. I, I think the confidence that they're uh, exhibiting right now is, is off the charts. Like They're, they're walking around like they're, they're the best team in the country right now. And they probably are playing close to the best in the country. So um, I, I love what I'm seeing as far as the confidence. They, they really, they've all been to Greyhawk. Like, you know, half of them played here last year. Uh, we also played a couple practice rounds out here this spring. So everybody who's out here has seen the golf course anywhere between two and 15 times. And I think that we know what to expect now. We know what the course is going to play like because it's, it's honestly set up exactly the same as it was last year. Baylor women's golf coach Jay Goble, part of our most recent Sikkim podcast. His team tees off this morning in the NCAA championships. Follow along at golfstat.com. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More Monday. I'm John Morris. Recently on Game Time. And we're joined now by Jeff Wilson from rangerstoday.com. First of all, when you're talking about Willie Calhoun or Zach Rex, you're talking about the last guy on the team, the 13th position player out of 13. So I think you kind of have to put it in context there. How big of a deal is it? It's a big deal because he was the guy in the U Darvish trade. And, you know, one thing that thought Willie had outgrown was, for lack of a better word, his poutiness when something goes wrong. Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. They buy gold and silver jewelry at Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond. Bring in your broken or scrapped jewelry or perhaps an item you want to say goodbye to. And the professionals at Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond will make you a cash offer on the spot. These jewelry appraisals are free. And you can also trade in your unwanted gold or silver jewelry for an existing item in the store. It's the world's greatest Western store. Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robertson Drive in Waco. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Couple of minutes after 8 o'clock, welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Barfield, Ward White, Garrett Ross, glad to have you with us. And from footballscoop.com, we welcome into the program Zach Barnett. Zach, good morning. How are you today? Doing well. Thank you for having me. Uh, there's not much to write about the last couple of days, is there? No, it's been pretty boring. <laughs> it, was this was this just going to boil over? I mean, this this inevitably had to happen, didn't it? With with the lack of direction with the NIL and, and all of the things that are going on in, in college athletics, this was bound to happen, wasn't it? Well, I mean, I think that's what you saw from Jimbo yesterday was this is the third time now in really probably the last three times we've heard from Jimbo because one was in December. They didn't play in a bowl game. And then at the, uh, well, I guess outside of spring football, you had uh, at the signing day press conference when, when Lane took swipes at him and then now this, you had, I mean, Jimbo was, uh, you know, sick and tired of being accused of doing something that he uh, said yeah, he said all along that he hasn't done. But, I mean, everything that Nick Saban laid out before he said Texas A&M and Jackson State by name, you know, everything he laid out was the most eloquent, eloquently put uh, distillation of where we are right now in, in college athletics and, and the, the central uh, 
tension point being the the collectives and the role of collectives and, and the role of collectives in recruiting. I mean, that that's really where it is right now. Saban apologized yesterday, but any way in your opinion that he misspoke in, in, in when he brought up Jackson State and when he brought up Texas A&M, was there any way that wasn't calculated in your opinion? Well, uh, the Jackson State thing is a mistake. I mean, he he was he was incorrect there. Maybe Travis Hunter got a million dollars to go to Jackson State. Maybe he didn't. I don't know. But I do know that Jackson State has not gone in the newspaper and bragged about it. Like uh, Dion has has denied it multiple times. You know, he said that you know he said we don't have any money to pay him, and uh, of course that obscures that the NIL money doesn't come from Jackson State itself. You know, the, the rumors there was that he was uh, getting paid to do a barstool documentary. You know, maybe he is, maybe he isn't, but Jackson State has not bragged about that. And in regards to, to A&M, you know, quote, buying every member of their recruiting class, there were a lot of SEC coaches uh, fist bumping there. I mean, uh, I've heard rumors, everybody's heard rumors that, uh, that a lot of these recruits were in, in, induced to go there. And so, you know, no matter how much uh, Jimbo protests, I don't think any of those guys at, at A&M, I'm not going to say any of them, but uh, the, the fact that those guys went to Texas A&M for no money just because of their, their love for being Aggies, that does not pass the smell test. <laughs> so what's next in this soap opera saga? Uh, I mean, what's next in, in reality is that here in a couple of weeks, these guys got to go sit in the same room as each other at the SEC spring meetings. Now, you know, I, I'm sure it'll be awkward. I, I doubt there's going to come to blows or anything <laughs> as much as we would love to imagine that. Um, but I, I think in, in the real world, the what's next is, um, you know, the, the, the NCAA is, you know, authorizing its, its enforcement staff to look into the collectives. Um, what can they do about it at this late in the game? I don't know. I mean, I think there's there's three paths forward here. It's uh, you you enforce the rules on your books, you do nothing, or you you you, you do nothing and you pray for for um, federal intervention, or you cut the uh, you cut the players in on the TV money that you're making collectively bargain. And then at that point, maybe you can restrict who gets paid and how much and when and all that stuff. So that that's years down the road, but I think it's getting closer by the day. So did yesterday in your opinion, have any negative impact on the legacy of Nick Saban or, I mean, because Jimbo essentially invited everybody to go dig up the dirt. Is it going to take, going and, and finding that all these championships were flawed and, and exposing him? or How does this reflect on Nick Saban's career as a whole? I mean, I think, I, I think it, it goes one of two ways. either Because really, I think what Nick Saban was doing Thursday night, I, I don't think he was trying to uh, provoke Jimbo into a war of, of words or anything like that. I think he thought he was speaking amongst friends and, and, and his tongue ran a little bit ahead of his brain. Um, so I, I, I think it was more about trying to get a call to arms among the, the Alabama booster class. And we've seen at other points when, when Nick Saban, you know, kind of warns against the rule and says, here's why this rule's bad, but if you guys want to do it, then we'll play by it. And then uh, he goes out and, and 
beats everybody over the head with it. You know, we've seen it with the up-tempo offenses. We've seen it with the transfer portal. And then now he's kind of doing the same thing with, with these NILs and these collectives. So it's either that or, you know, the, the game really has passed Nick Saban by and Alabama is going to struggle to recruit moving forward. Now that's, uh, that's, that's a little tough for me to believe that, the, that Nick Saban's just going to sit there and watch the game pass him by. But right now Alabama has only three commitments. There, there's a bumper crop. Of, of talent in the, of in-state talent in the state of Alabama. There's five, five stars, and I think there's eight top 100 kids that are from Alabama. You know, in the past five classes, there were five five stars combined, and there's five in this one. And right now, none of them are committed to Alabama. You know, he, he said uh, that there are at least one guy, possibly multiple, that, that have grown up rooting for the Tide that want to play, but they've been offered, you know, here's what the, our collective would pay you at this school. And Alabama, for whatever reason, is not there yet. We we all understand what NIL was intended to do. Uh, it's certainly not. It's different <laughs> than what than what the intention was. Do you can you foresee any way that they can they be in the NCAA or college football or whoever is going to be the governing body? Is there any way to to, for lack of a better term, get the genie back in the bottle and get it uh, to do what what it was intended to do, or is this are we just going to remain in the wild, wild west? Yeah, I, I really don't think so. I, at this point, now that the Supreme Court has ruled that, you know, 9-0 against the NCAA and, and said that their business model would be, you know, flatly illegal in any other industry in America to use uh, Justice Kavanaugh's, uh, the words that he used last summer. You know, at this point, if you try and, and get in between an athlete and their money, it's an antitrust issue. So, Perhaps Congress gives the NCA some sort of antitrust uh, designation that, that the pro leagues get, and then maybe you can do something from there. But, I'm, I mean, I really think it's just you've got to collectively bargain with the athletes, and then maybe at that point you can, you can slow down the transfer portal a little bit, and then maybe that, that slows it down. But uh, at this point, I mean, I really think the genie is out of the bottle. Zach, in your opinion, is this good for the game? Uh, I think in certain ways it will be. You know, I mean, we've seen in college basketball already, there was a number of guys that in any other year uh, would be in the NBA or trying to go overseas right now, and instead uh, they're, playing college, they're, they're playing college basketball again. You know, that was, I, I think this will help curb the, the, the flow of guys to the NFL that, that are you know, hoping and praying to, to either get a fifth-round draft pick or an undrafted free agent deal. Maybe those guys stick around. Um, but then at the same time, you know, it's going to be bad for other people. If you're a, a mid-major, then it's much more – college football is now going to be a much more of a year-to-year proposition for you, uh, especially given the, the removal of the 25-man uh, initial counter rule that, they, that has now gone away for at least the next two years. Now you can sign – 40, 50 players each year and just turn your roster year after year. And so teams are going to be completely different from year to year. Do you think the biggest winner yesterday was Jordan Addison? I mean, you couldn't really ask for a better opportunity to have a news dump the way he did to say, oh, yeah, I'm going to go to USC today. Yeah, I mean, I think that that right there is a perfect distillation of everything, you know, that we really don't want 
college football to be right now that it's become of a guy who, you know, for, from the outside, it certainly looks like he decided he was going to USC uh, before he even hopped in the portal. And uh, I know he visited some schools. Uh, I don't think that was ever legitimate. I think he was always going to USC, and he just uh, tried to uh, throw some, some dirt on his tracks in, in making it look like it was a legitimate recruitment. Um, but then at the same time, you know, you could feel bad for Pitt, but uh, there was a, a, there's a freshman All-American receiver at Akron last year that's now a, a Pitt Panther. So they, they did to Akron what USC uh, did to them. So, I mean, that, that's the food chain in college sports. You mentioned the meetings that are coming up, and one of the things that the commissioner of the SEC talked about said he, he they had to figure the, this NIL thing out. What did he mean by that? I mean, what can they do as, as a conference? I mean, as of right now, they're kind of limited. But the NCAA is in the in the midst of, base, of rewriting its constitution, and I think very very soon it's uh, the the policing of an, of of, of rules like that, like collectives, NIL, stuff like that, that before long, each conference is probably going to have its own authority to, in, 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 to enforce its rules how it, how it wants. So I think it's going to be a lot of, okay, once the NCAA passes this, this torch to us and we can write our own rules, what do we want these rules to be? We've talked – with that being said, because we've had a conversation about the Big 12 and going forward, how that's going to look. Does the new look Big 12, like, does that garner attention? Does that bring people's eyes and say this is something we want to build with? What do you mean? Like, as far as, like, the, the Big 12, is it going to be something where when these contracts come out and these new TV networks are looking at everything, is the new look Big 12 something where major markets want to jump on it and or is it something that's going to get passed because of the lack of brands by per se a Pac-12? Yeah, I think the Big 12 is going to be kind of in that that interesting zone to where you're deciding do we want to chase the the most dollars or the most eyeballs, and those two things uh, might not be mutually or uh, might be mutually exclusive. Like it, it might be that Apple is willing to pay you the most, but you got to go play on the streaming platform. Or uh, you know, Fox Sports One wants you wants to be the exclusive home of of Big Twelve football, and so you you get more money, but you are on a network that most people don't don't generally watch. Or is it worth it to you to uh, get as many games as possible on ESPN uh, to get in front of the most eyeballs, but maybe they're not willing to pay you as much, and maybe you got to play more 11 a.m. games or more, you know, late, late games than you'd like to play. So I think, I think the, the Big 12 uh, is going to be in the – I mean, basically anybody that's not uh, the, the Big 10 or the SEC has got to really decide how much – what's more important to us, money or exposure. Along those same lines, uh, with Texas and Oklahoma, that obviously they're marquee programs and have been for years. With, with those two programs leaving, is, is BYU – going to be able to carry the banner for for the for the Big 12 or, or is there a program within the Big 12 that you say you know what nationwide this this is a program people are going to want to watch you know I don't really see a single program rising up and in, in, in carrying that banner at, you know as Oklahoma football has done for so long and I think that that's what makes the, the conference so interesting uh, I there's not one program 
that has more history, more resources than than all the others. I, I, I really think, you know, given moving forward, I mean, you look at what Baylor's done. Texas Tech you know, has, hasn't been bad and is, I expect, to be better under Joey McGuire. Oklahoma State just won the Fiesta Bowl. I mean, Iowa State won the Fiesta Bowl last year. West Virginia has been kind of down. K-State's good. Kansas is getting better. Like, there, there's – Outside of Kansas, you know, there's not really a weak link in this chain. So, you know, I, I can see, you know, six different programs winning the conference over a six-year span. And I, I think from, you know, a week-to-week uh, proposition, I think the Big 12 is going to be the most interesting watch in in college sports just because there's, there's going to be so much parity, so much you know, interesting, fun football played in that league. Zach, it may be late May, but, uh, man, college football is a lot of fun to talk about right now, isn't it? Yeah, it's definitely a talking sport, that's for sure. Hey, what are you working on uh, for the next over the next couple of days for footballscoop.com? Uh, I mean, we're continuing to cover uh, the, the, the still-growing fallout of the, the Nick Saban versus Jimbo Fisher war. It's, it, it should be fun. So I, I think we all should just kind of follow Lane Kiffin around because he's having as much fun with this as anybody. Uh, oh, hey, yeah. Hey, appreciate your time today. Have a great day. Thanks so much. Sounds good. Thank you. Good good talking to you. That's uh, Zach Barnett from footballscoop.com. Good stuff there. All right. Here's what here's what the commissioner of the SEC said. Uh, let me let me find where, uh, where I'm reading here. Uh, I lost it. There is a tremendous frustration concerning the absence of consistent rules from state to state related to name, image, and likeness. We need to work together to find solutions that will be our focus at the upcoming SEC spring meetings. What can he as a commissioner, what can the SEC as a league do to make this fair and equitable? Or will it ever be fair and equitable? No. I don't won't. think so either. The government's going to have to get involved to, to iron everything out and lay out a uniform system that everybody abides by, which, again, is a cluster, well, you and it's can, not going to happen. Pol- no. And the problem is you can't police it. No, that's you exactly just right. Can't I mean, police it. Go back to, you know. Right. No, I know Wherever you want to go back to. Yep. And For us, it's go back to the Southwest Conference. We'll go back to the Southwest Conference. Yeah, yeah there's a good starting point. Yeah. You, you mean, couldn't police that. <laughs> no. There was no I mean, way. That was the wild, wild west. Absolutely. And if you weren't, then you were falling behind. Well, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Uh, 18 after 8. Uh, it is a uh, a Friday. Boy, I tell you what. But, but, Zach, I mean, you know, look, we're talking college football in May. Is there is there such a thing as bad press? As long as you spell my name right? In this case, I think so. I, it, it's there's some There's some humor to it. Especially when you add the Lane Kiffin piece to it, but at the end of the day, it, it is it is frustration boiling over because a lack of direction. You know, it'd be funny if these two coaches are sitting back on the cell phone somewhere, giggling on the back porch, having a cold one. <laughs> that would be funny. <laughs> well, yeah, talking to each other, going, "Well, yeah, what's our next move?" Exactly. Like, I, you know, I still say they're trying to help bolster their. Alumni base to pony up. That's that, exactly what well, Saban that was, was doing. The, uh, that, that was his initial. I agree with both of you. That was the initial deal. But I disagree with anybody that says 
he he misspoke. No, Saban he did does not, not misspeak. He knew exactly what he was Absolutely doing. Absolutely, he hey, did. They got all the money over there with their boosters. Where are my guys? Yep. Yeah. And, and the reason why I used A and M because they do have all the money over there. Well, and that's one of his guys. And I mean, there's a lot of stuff that goes yeah. to it. You know, just. Here we go. Yeah. Let's poke, you know, let's poke the bear or whatever. Well, why uh, not? Get hey, the know. stick, poke the bear, <laughs> but the bear <laughs> poked back. Well, <laughs> so and, and slapped him back. <laughs> well, it, you know. Holy moly. He knew that was coming. Well, yeah. You know, Nick Saban's smart. He's the best coach in college football. He knew exactly what he was there doing. There was nothing that was, oops, I shouldn't have done that. No. He now, he exactly said that he the was. next day, of but course, you know what? because that – that makes it all sound better. Well, absolutely it does. You know, I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, sure you are. Got through with that press conference. He was giggling. Yeah. He, you know, he went out. And, and don't be surprised when there is a influx of money oh, for the Crimson coming. Tide. It's coming. Probably already has. Yes. <laughs> Here's the crazy part. How much media is going to be at those SEC meetings now. Now, there's always a, a lot of folks, but now with <laughs> still right here, and don't oh, be, Entertainment Tonight will be there. Oh, sure. And don't be surprised if Coach Kiffin doesn't have one or two more things to say before those meetings. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, is it a positive for their conference? Is it a good look? No. But that's where we are. Well, it is everybody talking about the SEC? Yeah. Across the country? Yeah. I, I'm not Objective. sure. Objective? For field, so it, it it is interesting to see how this thing flows. But e eventually, it was all going to happen. Oh, it was inevitable. <laughs> yeah, you, you said it this morning, I think, and and that's that's exactly right. So, all right, uh, eight twenty one. You know what we uh we just passed, we just felt, just got past Mother's Day a week or so ago, and, and now we we honor the graduates and we honor dads, and we do it. At Morrison's Gifts. That's right. They have the perfect gift for that special person on your list, whether it's a, uh, a father or a graduate. You could choose a personalized John Hart travel kit, maybe a shave kit, maybe luggage or accessories. Uh, and dads would also love the, the great selection of award-winning barbecue rubs for the grad there at uh, Morrison's Gifts. I'll be honest, I didn't know they had those. And I've been in that store nine million times. Uh, so that, that that may be a new little thing, and I obviously got to go check out. Hey, for the grads, they've got Consuela. they got Compre Blue. They've got the world's softest socks. And here's a cool thing for Dad again, back to Dad for a second. You can bring Dad's favorite bottle of wine, and they will uh, they will customize a, a gift basket to go around it. So that would be cool. Don't forget they do free gift wrapping, and they ship to uh, anywhere in, in, in the world. It's Morrison's Gifts. And you say, well, where are they? Well, they're at the corner of Waco Drive and Valley Mills Drive. They're in the Strip Center there, right next to Jason's Deli. Check them out and tell them we sent you by. The weather this hour is brought to you by Alliance Bank. At Alliance Bank, you'll find superior service and products to meet your financial needs. This is the Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. We'll see a mix of sun and clouds today. It's going to be a hot and humid day. Highs top out at 96 degrees. Tonight, partly to mostly cloudy with a 30% chance of scattered showers and storms. A low drops to 75. And tomorrow, partly to mostly cloudy skies with a 40% chance of showers and thunderstorms later on in the day and a high of 94. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. 
You know what would be weird? You go over to your buddy's house and he invites you into his bedroom and says, Hey, have you seen my bed? And then he proceeds to take all the covers off his bed, looks at you with no shame and asks you, Do you like what you see? Um, awkward. It's the same thing with your truck. A bare bed is an awkward form of truck nudity, and it should be stopped. Now, our lawmakers aren't going to do anything about it, so Pickup Outfitters has decided to take the initiative. In the month of April, all solid bed covers are $250 off when purchased and installed at Pickup Outfitters. You heard right. $250 off all solid bed covers in April. Folding, rolling, retractable, lid style, all $250 off. It's in celebration of our 25th anniversary, but it's also to help you from being that weird guy who wants to show everyone his bed. $250 off solid bed covers in April when purchased and installed at Pickup Outfitters. 220 Lake Here Drive in Waco, on the web at createacommotion.com. Waco Tacos in downtown Waco and Union Hall introduces their new craveable taco of the month. The Nashville Hot Chicken Taco. Crispy fried chicken, Nashville hot sauce, cabbage slaw, and chipotle mayo on a fresh flour tortilla. It's spicy, savory, and delish. Hurry into Waco Tacos at Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue in downtown Waco or call us at 254-340-1700. Waco Tacos in downtown Waco. Security Bank of Crawford offers the citizens of Bell, Bosque, Coriel, and McLennan counties competitive rates on a variety of commercial and consumer deposit accounts, plus certificates of deposits in ranges of 30 days to 5 years. And Security Bank of Crawford is also here for commercial, consumer, and real estate loans. So if you live in Bosqueville, China Spring, Clifton, Crawford, Evant, Oglesby, Prairie Chapel, or Valley Mills, do yourself a favor and check out the friendly employees at Security Bank of Crawford. Member FDIC and Equal House. Isbell Construction LTD, located in the Crawford area, is a family-owned and operated utility company that contracts for Texas telephone companies. Established in 1985, Isbell Construction LTD takes pride in their work and in their hometown. Isbell Construction LTD supports the local communities and the Crawford Lady Pirates. Isbell Construction LTD wishes the Lady Pirates a big win all the way to state. Go Lady Pirates! Heart of Texas Shooting Center, Waco's premier indoor firing range, is now open. This state-of-the-art indoor firing range is climate-controlled and open to the public seven days a week. Bring your own firearm or rent one on site. Experienced and knowledgeable instructors are on site to help you get the most out of your shooting experience. For more information, call 254-492-8300 or log on to hotshootingcenter.com. Located at 5040 South Loop 340 in Waco. As the challenges of the pandemic continue, families in poverty are facing fears. They're afraid of hunger, of eviction, but they're not afraid of hard work. When even two jobs aren't enough, they find a way for their families. But when you give to the Salvation Army, you help their hopes outpace their fears. Just $25 a month helps families fend off homelessness. Keep hope marching on at SalvationArmyUSA.org. Game Time is brought to you in part by Big Boys Record Service in Robinson, Good Feet in the Central Texas Marketplace, and Landscape Supply in Spiegelville. Mow with the best, Gravely. Game Time is brought to you by Big Boys Record Service. User error. <laughs> That's funny. 
Hey, who's it brought to you by? <laughs> Big Boys Record Store. There you go. 827. <laughs> Welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Garrett, we're glad you're with us as we roll through a um, a uh, Friday. Hey, coming up in a couple of minutes. Yeah, Friday. <laughs> yeah, it is Friday on, all day long. One day you got to know. <laughs> yeah, all day long. Uh, Kenny Duron from over at Cottonwood Creek is going to join us here in a few minutes. Uh, we'll talk a little golf. Uh, I know I threw you left curb, didn't I? A bit. Uh, so, yeah, that's happening. I forgot to put that down on the ocean of paper. <laughs> I set that up yesterday and forgot to write it down. Oops. Uh, 827. So, but, uh, Ward, I, we were talking during the break, I, I, and I don't know how you feel, and I know it was just one night, but I thought last night was a great night in Central Texas high school softball and baseball. You had Midway beating the Woodlands. You had mm-hmm. L- Lorena uh, winning over die ball and actually winning that series and moving on to the regional finals. You had Crawford winning uh, last night uh, on the baseball side. Bosqueville was a winner last night. Whitney was a winner last mm-hmm. night. You you had some great great uh, wins last night for teams in Central Texas and uh, we had Kirk Allen on talking about. Uh, Softball in, in Central Texas, but softball and baseball both. I mean, it, it's you're going to find teams from uh, Abbott. Uh, that was a heck of a win over Hubbard in a, uh, you know, in, it's not like they haven't met. They, you know, they yeah, know, they each, know other. each other. They're familiar. 4-3, uh, Abbott a win over Hubbard in game one of that series. So, uh, Coach Crawford's team uh, getting the W. You You had a great night for several teams in Central Texas. I just thought it was a great night for high school athletics here in Central Texas. Pretty impressive the opportunity that you get to go in any direction in Central Texas and catch a good softball team or a good baseball team on a regular basis. And uh, there's a good chance that you're going to be able to go down to Austin this year and maybe catch two or three from Central Texas, softball and baseball both, in Austin. And – that just goes to show the level of coaching that is here, the level of support that is here, and the type of athletes that are here in Central Texas. And the other thing about it is, in the classifications that you're talking about, remember, these are shared athletes. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, like Lorena last night, their starting pitcher is also their QB. Yeah. On a state championship football team. Yeah, absolutely. And so that that just goes to It may sh- have been the point guard on the basketball team. It you probably, don't know. Probably yeah. was. Yeah. And, and probably was at in Austin just a week ago running in the state track meet. Yeah, that's what they do. That's what they do. And that's also very impressive that they have those type of multi-versatile athletes that continue to be successful. And that's why you kind of see these same teams popping up in Baseball playoffs, softball playoffs, basketball playoffs, in Austin at the track meet, going deep in football because of those teams have the capability of using those multi-sport athletes and being able to be competitive and win at different levels in different sports. It's impressive that they can do that year in and year out. One of the other things I was thinking about last night is – a lot of these teams, particularly early in the season, whatever sport it may be, I know they do it a lot in volleyball, 
a lot of these teams play each other, even though it's a 2A and a 3A or a 1A and a 2A. Absolutely. They're making each other better mm-hmm. because they're competing. If you you know, And the it, coaches understand absolutely that. Absolutely they do. It, it, and that's why they schedule. And that's why they entered that particular tournament or they scheduled that team in a, in a, non-conference, a non-district game. Yeah, you know, you don't think that's, that that teams around here want to go play Steve Dozell's softball team over at Lorena because they know they're going to get better? That's what it's about. And, mm-hmm. and it's also a measuring stick on where are we and what do we need to work on, and it's a non-district game. They're making each other better. Yeah. Well, a prime example of that is go back to football this year, right? When you had Lorena and China Spring play in a non-con, a 4A, 3A arrival, they, both of them win state champions. Let's back the train up. They played Franklin, then they yeah. played China Spring. Yeah. So, but, I mean. Absolutely. That's a prime example right there. You don't think Ray Biles knew what he was doing when he absolutely was putting his schedule together? He, Hey, I, this is a 4A team that's pretty good. Uh, let's go play these guys, and they're right down the road. They're ten, you know, they're ten miles away. We're not spending a ton of money. We're not traveling for two hours, and we're getting as good of a non-district game as we could get. You know, well, you want to show your warts before you get into district play. Let me tell you, you say that, and I start laughing because Johnny Tusa used to say, "I want teams to expose my soul, so I know exactly where I'm at." You know, he didn't care. I remember oh. one year that he went 0-5 in non-district and ended up going about three rounds uh, in the playoffs it, it, because you it tells you where you are. It's a measuring stick. Anybody can line up, you know, some patsies and go play the Sisters of the Poor and get three or four wins and, you know, oh, look at us. And then they get to district play. They have no clue about their team. No, you, you don't. You don't have an idea of how they're going to compete on what level they're going to be able to compete on, mm-hmm. and, and you don't, you know, if you don't face adversity, you don't know how to react to adversity, and that that's the beauty of of playing a tougher schedule is y- you know how to react because you get in later into district play or into the playoffs for the first time, and adversity comes up. Well, as a coach, you can lean on that and say, "Hey, we've been here before." You know, you you go through and you skate through everything and you tell a player, hey, we've been here before, and they look at you like, you know, you're speaking a different language because right. they're like, when? I've never – I don't know what you're talking about. Well, and, and that's the beauty of, of, of the competitive level and, and how good these teams are all across the board from mm-hmm. 1A up to 6A here in Central Texas. Absolutely. Good stuff. All right, uh, 833, stay with us. When we come back, we're going to visit with Kenny Duron from Cottonwood Creek Golf Course. We'll talk about the PGA Championship that's next right here on ESPN Central Texas, your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Recently on the John Moore Show. Bill Brock, the new women's basketball coach at MCC. I Again, I think that's a great hire. And how about this? I mean, he's so well thought of at Grace, and they named the court after him. Really? Yes. I did not know that. Oh, yeah, that's and he's in incredible. there at Hall of Fame. And now MCC and Grayson, when they play each other, mm-hmm. he'll be the visiting coach. Playing on his own court. Yes, <laughs> on a court with his name on it. John Moore's, weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. 
is here, and many of you are realizing it's time to replace those old windows before the hot weather gets here. Call Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralite. That's a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. And they're offering 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. That's UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. And be sure and check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. In Texas, there's pea-sized hail and baseball-sized hail. Guess which one hit our house? We didn't even know where to begin, but we called our Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent, and he was so reassuring. He knew exactly what to do to get our house back into shape and our lives back to normal. Now, we're even more thankful for the roof over our heads. Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfbinsurance.com to insure your home for Texas-sized weather. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. In the market for a quality metal building, since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe have helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal building design, panel options, building components, and trim options. Pioneer Steel and Pipe's residential line is energy efficient, offers low maintenance, reduces insurance payments, is impact resistant, and carries up to a 45-year limited warranty. In addition, they can help you find metal building contractors for your project. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at PioneerBoys.com. And a lot of people, when they come in, they'll say, I'm usually much more active, but since I've been in pain, I've had to limit the activities I'm doing. You're listening to Janelle, an arch support specialist at the Good Feet Store. The next step is getting them in the right arch supports. After walking around with the arch supports, they'll feel much freer and lighter. Our goal is to have that long-term change for them to make sure that they're continuing to notice a difference in their life. Try them for yourself with a free fitting at the Good Feet Store. Good Feet Waco in Central Texas Marketplace across from Lazy Boy. Okay, tonight we're having yogurt, bean chili, oranges, lasagna, chicken noodle soup, ribeye steak, hummus, and we're topping it off with chocolate milkshakes all around. Wait, what? Honey, the refrigerator's not working again, and we're not letting anything go to waste, so eat up. Yuck! Are your appliances taking the day off? Call Mr. Appliance today and put them back to work with speedy expert service for all your appliance brands and same-day service available. Visit MrAppliance.com today and schedule an appointment on online. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your sports update courtesy ESPN Central Texas. The Astros beat the Rangers 5-1 in the first game of four games in Houston. You can hear game two tonight on Fox Sports Central Texas. A score fest at Baylor Ballpark last night as the Bears beat Oklahoma State 13-0. Game two of that series tonight at 6-30 and you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. Cameron belted Lorena 12-5 in game one of their 3A baseball regional quarterfinal. They'll finish that series at Lake Belton tomorrow starting at four. Bosqueville topped Toller 10-1 and that 2A quarterfinal continues tomorrow night in Stephenville. You can hear the game on Kicker Classic Country. Lorena softball will move on to the regional finals after a 4-0 win over Dieball. Crawford beat Archer City 13-5 and that series will be decided tomorrow in Weatherford. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas.
It's 838, 22 away from 9. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Barfield, Ward White, Garrett Ross, we're glad you're with us. And from Codwood Creek Golf Course here in Waco, we welcome into the program Kenny Duran. Kenny, good morning. How are you? Good morning, Tom. I'm fine. How are you, sir? Terrific. Hey, just out of curiosity, I was thinking about this this morning. Do you see a surge, if you will, in play when when we have these majors and, and we're – you know, there's a lot more media attention to golf. Do you do, do you feel it at, at your level? Do you see more play at your golf course? Well, definitely when the Masters comes on. I mean, it just kind of kicks off the golf season, gets everybody in the, in the groove. Uh, the other majors do get a lot of buzz, but the Masters is just the kickoff to the golf season here in Central Texas. Kenny, how with Tiger Wood – yesterday having some problems with his leg and and then falling off and, and coming in with a, a plus four how difficult do you think it is for him as a golfer you know more than anybody that that swing taxing that leg for tiger you know if you've ever played anything with an injury i mean anybody that tries to make your mind do what your body doesn't want to do understands that it's sometimes you can't do it and uh unfortunately you know there's got to be some flinching there's got to be so many things going on inside his head and i don't think there's anybody on this earth that's probably more strong-willed than that guy and it's just almost impossible to compete at that level with any type of significant injury do you see – Is does he have a chance to even make the cut today? I'll never say no with Tiger. Uh, you know, the wind is going to blow hard. It's going to be very, very tough. I think the scores will be go up a little bit if the forecast is accurate. But uh, he does. I mean, he comes in around even. I think, you know, uh, even today, I think four over will probably get him in. Uh, as far as Roy McIlroy, uh, he had a – an unbelievable day, five under uh, 65 yesterday. Is there, a, with as you mentioned, the weather conditions changing dramatically today and through the weekend, is there another five under out there? You know, there's a handful of <clears throat> excuse me, players that can go low no matter what the conditions are, and Rory is one of them. I mean, when that guy gets in the groove, it's like he is ahead above everybody else out there. He just, you know, he just always seems to have a little hiccup here and there. But, you know, it looks like after the Masters, the last round, the fourth round, like his, the weight is of all these majors seems to kind of have lightened up on his shoulders. He seems to be uh, really loose out there. And that that's a scary thing for the field there. With the Phil Mickelson thing, the defending champion not being there, how disappointing is it to golf to have him kind of on the outside of all these tournaments and, and not being able to defend this championship or, or be at, at, at any of the tournaments right now? You know, I think it's sad. Uh, you know, Phil has done so much for the game and uh, been a big part of it uh, for him to, you know, take pride in you know standing by what he thinks is right is making a strong statement and um 
you know, we all want to see the best players compete, and we don't want to see it happen at the sacrifice of another tour. So I hope they can come up with something to where the, we, the golfing public, can see the best players play in, in many different events and not have to commit to one or the other. Do you like the way the golf course is playing? I said this morning, and you would know better than I, but it looked like to me watching yesterday that if you made a good shot, you were rewarded. If you did not make a good shot, you were penalized. And that's not always the case in major championships, but it certainly seemed like uh, the golf course at Tulsa is playing that way this week. Would you agree with that? I agree 100%. Uh, I heard um, one of the players comment, um, about the course conditions. Uh, in fact, it was Justin Thomas, and he said the setup was just, in his opinion, was was perfect. Um, because it, you know, they can make any of these tournaments, uh, especially the majors, can set it up to where it's just so difficult that uh, it's not any fun for anybody to play or anybody to watch. So, I, I think the setup is what is extremely challenging, but it is it's fair. Usually here for us, you have the Byron Nelson and the Colonial back-to-back. How much different is it to have the PGA Tour sandwiched in between them, and do you like that? Yeah, I think it's going to give you a variety of players. Unfortunately, a lot of the bigger names are going to, you know, probably skip some of those events. You know, maybe the Nelson to get a handful of them to play the week before. I don't know for sure who all is going to be in the field in Colonial, but – you might get a variety of other players out there, maybe not the bigger names, but uh, it, you might lose a little bit of luster from that. All right. We got one round in the books, and they're, and they're off and running with round two. So with the weather conditions in mind, with the, the with the layout of the golf course, besides Roy, give us a name or two that uh, you're going to keep an eye on this week. Oh, you got you to stick with uh, JT. He's going to be there when it's all said and done. And, you know, Shoffley. Shoffley's playing really good. He had a great last round in the uh, last tournament he played, and I think he's going to carry over. He's uh, he's, got, he's got everything it takes to win there. Hey, Kenny, thanks. Appreciate your time. Uh, and uh, I was just I was looking out the, the back door the other day. Golf course looks great, buddy. Golf course is in great shape, Tom. It's in great shape. Uh, need a little rain, but other than that, it is fantastic. <laughs> so does my yard. <laughs> <laughs> All of us, right? Exactly. Kenny, thanks. Appreciate your time this morning. Right. Talk to you soon. That's Kenny Duran from uh, uh, the uh, Codwood Creek Golf Course, uh, just right next door. Uh, you, you can open our back door and see the 17th tee box and the 16th green. It's, it's kind of a cool deal. And I do that quite often going, man, I wish I was over there hanging out. Uh, it is uh, 845. We're 15 away from 9. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Hey, I want to remind you that Alan Samuels is uh, is the presenting sponsor of game time. And thanks to Ted Teague and his staff at Alan Samuels, they are committed to taking care of their customers. And that means having as much new inventory on hand for you to choose from. They uh, During the Memorial Day sale coming up, uh, you can you can check out a great selection of 2022 cars, trucks, and SUVs uh, and find a vehicle that fits your need and is just right for you. If you need uh, you need a little maintenance on your vehicle, need an oil change, need some things done, there and I've told you this before, there's not a better situation when it comes to service than the service department at Allen Samuels. They got they got these uh, these guys and gals that uh, that look once you go in, 
they take your 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 phone number, your email address, and and they keep you they keep you up to date on what's going on with your vehicle. There's nothing more frustrating than to be at work or at home and going. I, I wonder if my car's ready. I wonder if it's time for me to go pick up my vehicle. You don't wonder with with Alan Samuels. Uh, they're going to take care of you with the, with their service department, and they're going to keep you posted. I mean, if they got to send you know, uh, a carrier pigeon over there to, to drop off the information. They're going to get it to you. Phone, email, text, whatever the case may be. You're going to know what's going on with your vehicle at Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business. It's Baylor and Oklahoma State Big 12 Baseball this weekend from Baylor Ballpark. Games Thursday at 6.30, Friday at 6.30, and Saturday at 3 for the Bears and the Cowboys. Bears, Cowboys, Big 12 Baseball this weekend in Waco. Join Derek Smith and Ryan Boyd for Baylor Bear Baseball right here on ESPN Central Texas. At Knife River, we take care of our people. Are you looking for employment or career change? Knife River is looking for CDL drivers, equipment operators, and concrete and asphalt crew members. Good pay, good benefits, good people. Call Knife River today at 254-761-2600. That's 254-761-2600. Or apply online at KnifeRiver.com. Knife River is an equal opportunity affirmative action employer. Call today and get hired. May 25th through the 29th, the best teams go to bat on the biggest stage at the Phillips 66 Big 12 Baseball Championship. Join us at Globe Life Fields in Arlington, Texas, and experience college baseball in a climate-controlled environment in one of the major league's premier ballparks while enjoying the surrounding attractions. The Phillips 66 Big 12 Baseball Championship. Tickets on sale now at texasrangers.com big 12. Mother's Day just passed, and now we honor dads and grads. At Morrison's Gifts, we have the perfect gift for the special folks on your list. Choose a personalized John Hart travel kit, shave kit, luggage, or accessories. Dads would love the selection of award-winning barbecue rubs. And for the grad, Consuela, Capri Blue, and the world's softest socks. Bring in his favorite bottle of wine, and we will custom design a gift basket to go around it. As always, free gift wrapping and shipping anywhere. Morrison's Gifts at the corner of Waco Drive and Valley Mills Drive next to Jason's Deli. American Bank has been serving Waco since 1952 and we're just getting started. Hi, I'm President and CEO Dana Hassel. Over the past few years, we've been busy investing in new technology to give you the best banking experience possible. We've also expanded our downtown branch and built two state-of-the-art buildings at our Woodway and Bellmead locations. With bright open lobbies plus fast personal interactive teller machines, everyone in Waco is now just minutes away from face-to-face banking. Visit us today and see how we're invested in serving you at American Bank. Member FDIC. At Allen Samuels in Waco, we're committed to taking care of our customers, and that means having as much new inventory on hand for you to choose from. During the Memorial Day sales event, shop our large selection of 2022 cars, trucks, and SUVs to find the vehicle that's right for you. Need maintenance or repair? Let our skilled technicians take care of your vehicle, and we'll get you back on the road safer than before. We're not here just to sell you one car. We're here for the long haul. Allen Samuels in Waco. Come by. Let's be friends. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boys Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boys Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you need a tire change, you've locked yourself out of your vehicle, or you're stuck in the mud. 
Remember, Big Boys Record Service can help with heavy hauls as well. No job too big or too small, they do it all. In business since 1983, Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your sports update, courtesy ESPN Central Texas. The Astros beat the Rangers 5-1 in the first game of four games in Houston. You can hear game two tonight on Fox Sports Central Texas. A score fest at Baylor Ballpark last night as the Bears beat Oklahoma State 13-0. Game two of that series tonight at 6-30. And you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. Cameron belted Lorena 12-5 in game one of their 3A baseball regional quarterfinal. They'll finish that series at Lake Belton tomorrow starting at 4. Bosqueville topped Toler 10-1, and that 2A quarterfinal continues tomorrow night in Stephenville. You can hear the game on Kicker Classic Country. Lorena softball will move on to the regional finals after a 4-0 win over Dieball. Crawford beat Archer City 13-5, and that series will be decided tomorrow in Weatherford. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time for the grand bag on game time. All right, team 51, we're nine away from nine o'clock here on ESPN Central Texas. Don't forget, coming up at three this afternoon, John Morris live from Baylor Ballpark. You have Pat Combs on the program. They'll be talking about the uh, the win last night. You know what? But it, with baseball, whether you win them or whether you lose them, you got to flush them and get ready to play the next day. And that's what the Bears will do as they take on the Cowboys of Oklahoma State tonight. And uh, we'll have that game right here on ESPN Central Texas. Also tonight, we'll have Bosqueville and Toler. The uh, Bulldogs will be looking to, uh, after winning last night 10-1, to they'll be looking to conclude that series and uh, and get uh, and get to the next step, round four. We'll have the broadcast, and we're going to have it on our sister station. That'll be 1590 AM at 99.3 FM. You can also go to com and listen to the stream of the uh, broadcast. So if you have uh, you know a friend or a family member that lives out of town, uh, then they can go to com and catch the broadcast as well. So we'll have that for you. Uh, guys, Mavericks, Golden State, game two tonight. Uh, is this uh, just an exercise for the Mavericks or – or do they have a legitimate chance to even the series at a game apiece? I, I think you got to give them a legitimate chance, right? Like Jason Kidd has shown in the past that he can make the adjustments. Uh, it's going to be a tall task at hand, but I'm not going to count the Mavs out. I think they can even it up. They can. It's going to be a tough task. I I, I, I think Golden State's the better team. There's no oh, question. No doubt. There's no question that they're the better team. Now, can the Mavs steal a couple here? Yeah, maybe, but they if they do, it's 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 theft. They stole them. Yeah, exactly. Uh, they you know they could very easily get swept. And again, who cares? They're playing with house money. <laughs> See, I, I, we talk about this all the time. I'm just that guy that goes, "Hey, you're there. <laughs> to heck with that. Go do it. Figure out a way." I don't know they if don't they have can. A way. Well, and that's I was I was just gonna say that, <laughs> but man, you. <laughs> I don't know. It just, I, 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 and I started to say, I think tonight, you know, if they're, if, if they, well, if they get run out of the gym like they did the other oh, I night, I think that would be disappointing. It, yeah, that's different. Yeah. But, you know, even if they lose tonight, but are better, let's see what happens back in Dallas. I think it, well, in a sense, you could treat this in a, similar to what you were talking about, Tusa in the non district. 
get exposed. Let them expose you. See what you need to work on and, and the additions that you need to make in the offseason to make this team a power, a power no championship. There's yeah. got to well, be. I know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I can tell you the answer exactly. to that question. But, hey, you know, I mean. He needs help. It's a good measuring stick. Luca needs – they need another piece or so. But is is Jason Kidd the coach of the year? He's definitely – He's got to be a candidate. Yeah. Boy, that's got to be a, a conversation piece, doesn't it? Did you see his comments yesterday? Somebody asked him if he remembered playing Steve Kerr. And Steve Kerr got asked the same thing. Mm-hmm. If he you know remembered playing against Jason Kidd. And Kidd was like, yeah, I remember playing against Steve Kerr. He had Michael Jordan. <laughs> well, nice. Yeah, well, you know, uh, it's not wrong. No, it's not wrong. Nope, I thought that not was at funny, all. man. Yep, good stuff. <laughs> all right, uh, eight fifty-five, five away from nine. That is uh, going to do it for us here on a Friday morning. Uh, again, we got baseball coming your way tonight. All along our family of radio stations, got the Rangers evening their series with the Astros tonight over on oh Fox. <laughs> you, you got you got Bosqueville going after Toler tonight over on Kicker, and right here on ESPN Central got you Texas. Chicken fry, you ought to do that live on the air. I, you know what? I got a tie line, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I just may. All you, you all you would hear it's is the a number li- one eats for anybody traveling to a game. That's right, according to Dave Campbell's Texas Football. Uh, it, it, so and then you you've also got Baylor looking to to win the series tonight over the Oklahoma State Cowboys yeah. right here at Baylor Ballpark and you can hear the game right here on ESPN Central Texas uh, with with Derek uh, at uh, I think six fifteen pregame six thirty first pitch so anyway uh, it, it should be a lot of fun so we got a great night for you and then uh, we're right back with you on Monday morning right here on ESPN Central Texas. <laughs> 